Welcome everyone to another episode of On My Ex Podcast. My name is Joseph and I am going to talk to you today about some gaming stuff as per the usual. So let's get into it. Uh, some news again this week. It just seems to be the way the world is. Not too much gaming news. But uh, I like to start with a little small news. Uh, Nintendo released a random update to Smash the other day. And uh, it basically just added small Battlefield. So it's the same of as Battlefield, except small. So instead of having three platforms, there's only two. And I think they've lowered the height of it a little bit. So the jumping is a little, you don't have to like jump up as high to get to it. So I think it's probably aimed a little bit more at competitive stuff. I would think um, I jumped on and played it. And it's, you know, it's the same map. So it's pretty cool. The other thing they added was slight UI change to the ability to change the maps from the final destination type to random. And uh, so not too many changes. Um, the ability to put music on any map you want. So that's kind of nice too. Um, a little bit easier, allegedly. And uh, also not really clear, but they talked about how they improve the online to the Elite Smash to make it easier to get into games somehow. And if you've tried to play most Nintendo Switch games online, other than Mario Kart, it seems, uh, especially Smash, it sucks. You, if you get into a game, it's there's so much delay and lag, it's it's incredible, and it makes it pretty much unplayable, which really sucks because I love Smash and I would play that online more, but. Um, you know, you just can't, you can't get into a game. You can't even do something simple like two players, uh, online to play together. Uh, you, you can do it on the same console, but it's just everything about it. It's just, it just sucks. And it sucks because again, smash is really fun and I would still play it, but you can only go against computers so much. So unless you have people around, you know, you're not playing the game and it's really hard to improve playing against computers or playing against people that suck. So, uh, <laughs> that's just that, but, um, yeah, it's kind of nice Nintendo little update. They didn't do any big, you know, make some big announcement about it. They just kind of released it and said, Oh, here we go. Here's a, here's a new, a new little update. So that's, that's pretty nice. I say, uh, sticking with Nintendo, they announced that Pikmin three deluxe editions coming to the switch, which I never played Pikmin three. I played one and two. Um, and it had pointer controls and such for the Wii U, but I never liked that. Any motion control stuff sucks, I think. And so they announced it, and it's coming out in October, which seems kind of odd to me. They could release it now because they have nothing else coming out until later in the year anyway. So uh, timing seems a little bit odd. The other thing that I was reading about was that Nintendo had a voucher system last July... 30, I think it was July 31st last year, you could buy this voucher for 120 bucks or 100 bucks rather. And it was basically good for, you could buy two games digital from the eShop and you could save essentially 10 bucks each one. So you're saving 20 bucks, which is not bad. That's actually a pretty good deal. If you know you're going to buy two new games and there was a list of the games that you could buy. And um, so I did that and I used it to buy, uh, what did I get with it? I can't even remember now, but I got, oh, um, gosh, so, geez, what's it called? Mario Maker 2. So Mario Maker 2, and then I can't remember the other game I got. But anyway, 
point is, is that expired. They didn't do it again. And it expired on the day that they made this, uh, the day it expired. And then they made the announcement the next day about Pikmin. So it would have been kind of nice if they'd had that voucher system in place still, and you could have used it to buy Pikmin because I think a lot of people would have done that. So it, it kind of rings a little bit shady on Nintendo's part that they would do that because I doubt that was a coincidence. And the other thing that's kind of shady that they did was they removed it from the Wii U shop and you could buy it for like 20 bucks. And the same, the day they made that announcement, it was gone. And uh, again, a little bit shady because if you wanted to get the game for 20 bucks digitally, you could, and then they got rid of it. Now, you can, of course, get the game physical, I'm sure, from somewhere online, but uh, and this, th this version is at least going to be, it has all the DLC and it has co-op, which you can play throughout, which is nice. So it's not just a drag and drop port like Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which I loved in the Wii U. And I played a little bit in the Switch, really love that game. But the only thing they really added was Funky Kong and he jumps around and, you know, and basically kitty mode made it real easy. So that seemed kind of like a lazy port. This at least seems like a more full-fledged port. Which is nice. I think that that's better, but still seems to me like a game that came out on the Wii U um, should only be maybe 40 bucks, even 50 But Nintendo just never, they're so protective of their properties. They never, ever reduce the price of their stuff. So it's not too surprising, but a little disappointing. Because if, if it was 40 uh, or 30 I might think about it because the Pikmin games are fun, but... I just didn't like the motion controls and whatnot for that game. And uh, so the fact they're gone might make it playable, but I just, I'm, I was certainly not going to pay 60 bucks for it personally. But if that's you, then that's that's pretty cool. So other Nintendo news, um, Nintendo overall profits are up about 500% year over year from last year. So you can attribute that to Obviously, the pandemic with which we find ourselves, people stuck at home, playing more on the, any video games on their Switch, buying a bunch of stuff, buying more games that maybe they wouldn't have because they have the time, and the portability. So when this whole crap started, people were unable to find a Switch. It was impossible to find it. Um, and so now they're kind of finally coming into stock, but people were buying it like crazy. So it's not too surprising, but one of the biggest leaders in their... Uh, profits has been Animal Crossing. So that was the other news item is Animal Crossing that Nintendo announced has sold over 22 million units. That's that's absolutely mind-blowing. And the game's only been out since the end of March. And uh, again, you contribute that to the pandemic because, I mean, I got it because of that. Um, I've played Animal Crossing games, but they're not too much different. But I uh, was hanging out with my brother and sister-in-law, got you know, had a few seltzers, let's say, and then said, screw it, I'll just buy it. And knowing that I've been stuck at home for most of this time, you know, something else to play. So that, that for sure happened to a lot of people besides the fact it is a very good game. It is fun. It's a good escape. But 22 million units is, that is insane. It actually has sold more than any uh, PS4 exclusive. And I bring up Sony because um, I'm trying to compare exclusive to exclusive. And they're the, you know, Microsoft doesn't really have any. So 
the closest exclusive is uh, the best-selling exclusive, rather, for PS4 has been Uncharted, which sold, I think, 16 million. So that's that's mind-blowing. And what's more mind-blowing is that the Switch has sold, gosh, I don't know how many million, uh, 62 million units by this point, which is in, in three years is unbelievable. Like, I, I don't like to talk numbers because it's kind of boring, but that's that's crazy to me that system like that in three years has sold that much. I mean, it's sold more than the Xbox one for God's sake, you know, like it's kind of sad for Xbox, but man, that that's, it's incredible success. So good for Nintendo. I'm glad because, you know, after that Wii U era, it was, uh, kind of looked a little dire. Weren't sure what was going to happen. And, um, it looks like it's clearly it's worked out fine. So that is fantastic news. Um, the only game that uh, it is behind in sales is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is also a Wii U port and didn't sell that much. It's still decent for being on the Wii U, but didn't sell that much and has skyrocketed on the Switch. I mean, it's still in the top 10 on some NPD, which is only physical games, but that's incredible. So it has sold quite, quite well, and people seem to dig it. Uh, the other thing I think that helps it is Animal Crossing seems to kind of be one of the original, quote, live service games where every few months when the seasons change in real life, they change in the game and they add events or there's new characters that show up, new things to do. And especially with this new one, with the summer update, you could they added swimming, new stuff to go fish for and dive for, and they add plenty of updates to the game and that keeps it fresh. And that approach has been taken with you know, Destiny, any any live service game, you name it, they do that now. And I didn't think about it until just now. Uh, yay for me. But yeah, Animal Crossing was kind of the first live service games to do that. So I think that's that's pretty impressive. So moving on from Nintendo, there was The Verge posted a story about a picture with a photo of the new Xbox Series X controller. And the reason it's newsworthy is it's white, and they hadn't sh- haven't shown it. Microsoft has not officially shown a white one off yet. And if you look on the side, it says compatible with Xbox Series X slash S. And they also haven't announced that console yet. So this basically, assuming it's real and allegedly it is, um, has confirmed that there is going to be a new console, which isn't really a surprise, but uh, it's kind of nice to see. So now we're just kind of waiting for. Um, waiting for Microsoft to announce the new console and, you know, maybe get a price. That would be great too. Cause end of August and we almost, well, middle of August still early, but don't even have a price yet. Um, and neither does Sony by the way. So hopefully that rumored Xbox event this year, this month will shed some light on the price and the new console. And I think they'll announce that, um, this time because i mean they really can't i mean they can't can't keep delaying it and the other big rumors have been swirling about microsoft is that they are going to severely they they are waiting to make sure that they undercut sony massively on price and they're willing to take the hit because they're willing to make it up in services like game pass and uh licensing fees from third party games and uh, all the other stuff that they're going to release. So hopefully 
Uh, that would be nice for gamers because the rumor is that they're going to release the Series X for 400 bucks, which would be f- well, th- 399 which would be crazy for a console that's going to be more powerful than the PlayStation 5. And the other rumor was that PlayStation 5 was going to be 450 So if they release it for 50 bucks cheaper than the PS5 and it plays third-party games better, that's that's incredible. That's a huge win. In addition to having Game Pass, so you could buy the console for 400 with Game Pass, and you have hundreds of games to play right away, and first-party games, including all whatever launch games are going to have, mainly Halo Infinite. So you could essentially have $400 next-gen console, play Halo uh, Infinite multiplayer, which will be free, but be able to play it 120 frames and 4K and all that stuff on your console day one. That's pretty crazy. And the other crazy rumor was maybe the Series S was going to launch at 199 which would be incredibly aggressive. But I don't know. That that would be that'd be quite the sell to uh essentially have a next gen console again for that cheap. I would I mean that would put I'd put Sony in quite the bind. So but we'll see. We'll see this month if they um actually announce anything as far as the price goes and and the release. That'd be kinda nice. So we shall see, but um, the other thing they need to show off too, hopefully this month, would be some of the multiplayer for Halo Infinite because they said that they're going to, when they made that announcement, it was going to be free, said there's more news coming, and allegedly they were going to have flighting, like the beta for it, but this old pandemic has kind of screwed everything up, so hopefully they still do before the game comes out because it'd be really nice to see it, but I mean, I'll obviously get it either way, but be nice to play it beforehand just to kind of see what what exactly they've been able to do with the game and and hopefully not uh not screwed the multiplayer up too much. And moving on from there, the other news, it's kind of just an opinion thing, I guess, but the Avengers beta came out for PS4 only, of course, because you know they get everything. Allegedly, with this particularly, that was the biggest news, actually. I don't think I talked about this last week. Maybe I did. Oh yeah, Spider-Man exclusive. So they announced that, but the people playing it, and you see it on like a PS4 Pro, and it's got, it just some performance issues. It's not that great. I know it's a beta, so it could be better when it releases. But the other the other thing is people keep saying it's like a, uh, just this kind of corporate money grab. So there's exclusive skins you have for, if you have Verizon service, um, there's some exclusive skins for I can't remember, Xfinity, whatever, some other crap. And it just makes the character red, so you're basically just a walking advertisement. It's kind of funny. And then um, it just seems kind of silly to me that they would do that. But, you know, it's just kind of like the AAA game. It just kind of sheds light that it's just not it's not being made to be fun. It just kind of is there for advertisement because it's Avengers and everything. And it just it doesn't look that great. And then the whole Spider-Man thing to me just seems – I know Sony owns the movie rights, but that just seems kind of like a slap in the face to gamers on PC and Xbox. And you can say what you want about Xbox, but you know, PC, there's a lot of people that play games there too. And uh, they're getting kind of the screwed out of it too. So it just kind of sucks overall for the industry. But yeah, it just seems kind of interesting. A game doesn't seem all that great looking, but again, it is just a beta. So when it comes out, it might end up being fantastic. And actually, just checked on uh, IGN's website, and this is some breaking news for me, but 343 Microsoft just announced today, as I just spoke about it, that Halo Infinite will be delayed until 2021 to an undetermined time. 
Uh, they essentially uh, said that, um, based the statement said um, they're unable to, they made the difficult decision to shift the release to 2021 to ensure they have adequate time to develop the game. Uh, the decision uh, to shift the release as a result of multiple factors that have contributed to the developmental challenges, including uh, the pandemic, essentially. So they said that they would like to have shipped it this year, but uh, judging from that <laughs> demo that people saw, uh, it's probably a really good thing that's being delayed. Um, I was kind of hoping secretly that it would, but man, it's nice to have a Halo game at launch. But, you know, if it's going to be delayed and... Um, it's a good time to delay it. It's a good thing to do it and make it make it great because, you know, you release a game, it's crap. I mean, just look no further than the Master Chief Collection from the same studio when they released that. It was garbage. It didn't work. It was awful. It was, it was just not a good game and just multiple issues. And now it's great. Now it's fantastic if it shipped like it is today. I think that game would have blown up, but it didn't. And because of its issues and people just kind of moved away from it and it's gotten more popular because it's been releasing on PC, but man, that, that, that just kills the game. So, uh, having it delayed is, um, I think is probably the best thing for it. Um, so again, they didn't release a, say a time when they think it'll come out, but sometime next year. So that's, um, that's going to be, I don't know. It's a big hit. That's a pretty big hit to, uh, having something, having a big, you know, tentpole release for your new console. But, you know, I mean, that was going to be it. That was going to be their their first party game. So now it'll be interesting to see. Microsoft's going to lean more on whatever Call of Duty game is that they were going to do anyway, but more on third party, Assassin's Creed and whatnot. And uh, I don't know. That's, that's crazy. That'll be interesting to see. So I guess this to me seems to... It'll make it even better for Microsoft to release their console at 400 bucks because you can't even play their brand new Halo Infinite they've been touting for years now. So that's that's some unfortunate, but it'll be good in the long run when it finally comes out. And hopefully next time they see it, we see it as a public, it'll be look much better, like what people are hoping a next-gen game to look like. And it'll be live up to everybody's expectations. Um. Additionally, IGN reporting that uh, Series X confirmed for a November release window. Uh, they essentially just a story. The launch window is moved from holiday 2020 to November. Um, just saying the system will be available before the end of 2020. So that makes sense. That kind of goes along with everything. Um, it's not going to release in December. Systems always release typically in November. Uh, before the Black Friday rush, it's a good time to do it. So that's not too much of a surprise, but um, we'll see again. I think this event in August should shed a lot more light on all of that, but uh, I guess we will see. So move on to what I've been playing. So I beat Paper Mario and the Origami King. Not bad. Yeah, it was okay. The ending was the final boss was kind of challenging, but it was kind of frustrating. Like most of the battling in the game where there's basically this one part where he can kill you in one shot and you kind of have to do a certain part of the battle again but it's not bad it was kind of a cool ending a little bit sad too if you cared about the characters but it wasn't bad it was, it was good so uh you know because not that much else is coming out for the system this year i guess it's a it's good to have a release like that from 
Nintendo, but um, I'm playing that. Uh, this last weekend, they had a Mono Warfare, was able to have free multiplayer for people who didn't have it. I do. I got the game for Christmas last year, but I was able to play with a friend a lot more and level some stuff up. It's always just kind of fun, kind of a mindless shooter, the regular multiplayer. And just kind of turn yourself off, turn your mind off, and just kind of play, uh, you know, run and gun type of thing. So it's, it's always fun to do. But other than that, not much. I've actually kind of started playing Luigi's Mansion 3 again since I beat Mario. And it's getting better when, you know, the more you progress. And it's not a bad game. It's pretty good. Um, I'd say that it was, um, it's just different, you know. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a fun game. But um, I'd recommend it. it it's... It's, again, not much to play in the Switch, new from Nintendo themselves, so it's fun to play. But other than that, I've been uh, kind of a lull. There's not, I know there's a lot of games out there, trust me, I know, but there's nothing out there that's really piquing my interest necessarily, and it makes it kind of hard, so I've just kind of ended up playing other stuff in between. It's the very end of Apex Season 4, I think? 5? Five? 5? Yeah, 5. And so... Uh, for that new one starts, I think, on the 18th, but, you know, I haven't been playing that because I already got the max level and everything and just kind of take a break from it because you can't play those games too much. It kind of kills your, kills it a little bit to play too much. Uh, I was playing Grounded a decent amount too. That game, like I said, it's just kind of stupid fun. It's just kind of goofy, but even with that, I got a little bit bored because you get to a certain level and you've you've built your base up and then you just end up just building for shiggles. You're not really doing anything, which is which can be fun, but I like to play little shooters more often and a little more action-y. But, but yeah, other than that, not much. Looking forward to playing something else. So if anybody has any recommendations, hit me up. But um, that, I think, is going to be my show for this week. A little bit shorter, but not too much news other than the breaking Halo news that I got while recording. So... Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. If you have any comments, please send them to my email at onmyx17 at gmail.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter, same handle, onmyx17. And let me know what you guys think. Feedback would be great. And until next time, talk to you later. <laughs>